Hello and welcome to the Scottish Indie Podcast. Today I'm delighted to welcome along a fellow podcaster. Do you call it a podcaster? Yeah, that will do. Sean Nicholson from the podcast Four Songs in a Dream. How are you, mate? I'm fine. Thank you very much for asking me to do this. It means a hell of a lot because I love this podcast. Um, it's one of my favourites. So I'm very happy to be on it. I think I've been bugging you for some time to get on it, actually. <laughs> no, that's a, it, I wouldn't say bugged me. I, I, certainly, it's been something that I've been trying to to organise. And you'll know yourself. It's it's one of these ones. It's been a strange kind of last month for the podcast, to be honest. Where normally I've got quite a big backlog of pre-recorded episodes to put up, and I kind of just stopped for a wee bit. Um, so I've not actually got any fresh material. So you'll find that we're recording on the Friday. By tomorrow at lunchtime, this podcast will be out there in the ether, ready for, oh, wow. for people's consumption. So uh, that that doesn't say that I'm desperate for guests. I'm currently organising five or six just now. But uh, yeah, if anyone is listening and fancies coming on, please do get in touch and we'll get that sorted. So we'll, we'll start with the, the podcast, Four Songs in a Dream. What's the, the premise behind it? And how have you found doing it? I, it's a podcast I really enjoy and it's one that's it's built up a great deal of, of tractions, especially over the last year or so. Yeah, well, uh, oh, so hard. Well, in, in, the, in, the, uh, in the podcast, basically, I get interesting people, usually musicians. Um, I've had comedians as well and uh, authors and things, but uh, mainly musicians to pick four songs that are special to them but it's not necessarily their favorite songs um it can be like you know i don't know i ripped my trousers when i and then this song played and it was hilarious something like that i don't know but uh like and i've uh yeah and we just talk about the four songs because it's kind of interesting to i don't know how it kind of um like it came about because I was in a terrible way mentally. <laughs> so, uh, and I wasn't really speaking to people. And I had a counselor who said I should probably, I should try getting back into the radio. And then radio didn't work because of schedule. It was just like you had to do it at this time. Whereas I just sort of discovered podcasts and I was like, oh, wow, this is, I could probably do that. So I, I thought that, that's a good idea. And then, the name just came to me. I think it started off as five songs and a dream. And then I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll just make it four. Um, but yeah, and it's just gone mad because I did not expect so many people to say yes to coming on to my podcast because I can't offer people money and I can't offer them anything, really. I don't have any sort of insider knowledge that can get them something amazing. I don't know, like a a record deal or something but yeah the amount of people that i've met and the amount of music i've consumed because of it is just insane it's the it's one of the best things i think i've ever done for myself um because i i, I could speak to people now and i can you know I, as you can probably tell i'm not very good at speaking but um i'm i, I do it now and I've spoke to people, like I spoke to Stuart Braithwaite from Mogwai the other day, well, the other day, about a month ago, and that was, I would never have imagined that I would be able to speak to him. And like Sue Tompkins from Life of It Buildings, who are one of my favourite bands of all time at the moment. Um, and they probably will continue to be. But, um, and like, it's just, 
it's insane how I've how this has happened because all I've done is just send an email and say, please, can I talk to you for a wee bit about music you like? And then everybody said yes, which it's, it blows my mind that anyone would even bother. But you were on it as well, which was amazing. Yeah, and it was great. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a great it's a great idea. It's one that I think you've been a wee bit kind of self-deprecating in, in certain regards there in terms of things like your ability to to converse with people, I think, is very, very strong. And that's what makes the podcast so appealing. And, and I feel it's very engaging as well because it is just a, it's just a blether, really, in terms yeah. of, and in terms of people coming on and you might not be offering that record deal or another 10,000 Spotify listens, but it does give musicians and so forth a platform to discuss their music, to discuss other people's music. And that's it's, it flows like a conversation that you would have in the pub. And that, that's yeah. what I think is so endearing about it. It's, it's a really nice, simple idea that gets people's minds going and it gets it gets you thinking despite the fact that it's it's a quite a simple idea that almost sounded like an insult when it certainly wasn't meant to be <laughs> but the I, I i don't think that i don't think it can be downplayed how how much people are enjoying coming on because they tell you that and you can see it when you post up an episode and straight away that musician or that band will come on and say that they really enjoyed the idea and they're getting a lot out of it. You're getting a lot out of it in terms of your mental health and, and so forth. So it's a, it's a one-win situation, certainly, Sean. Yeah, it's, it is amazing. I do love it, by the way. I, I'm, just, I'm very terrible at, like, I don't know, bigging myself up or saying anything nice about myself. It's kind of weird because, I mean, I do think it's kind of, I'm not really doing much. But I, th- I think the guests are just like the star because I like I I think I talked about this and well, I've got a new one coming out soon with Pictish Trail. I think we kind of chatted about this, but like every time anyone comes on my podcast, they to me are the Beatles. You know, they are the most important band that I've ever come across because I make sure that they are there. You know, that's all I've been thinking about for the last wee bit and their music, I've absorbed it and I've been into it. And, you know, I, I, I usually, I won't really ask anyone on my podcast that I don't, I wouldn't personally listen to as well. I, I, cause I, I don't think I could get the level of enthusiasm that I do <laughs> about their music if I didn't like it, <laughs> you know? Um, but I, I, having said that, I don't think I'm yet. And I think there's actually a few people that I have for, completely forgotten about and I feel really, really bad. And I don't know who they are. So <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why I'm mentioning that. But yeah. No, uh, to be fair, I, I'm glad you have because that's uh, that I've kind of moaned about sometimes having emails that go unnoticed or, or ignored. But I, I found as as this idea has grown arms and legs, is the case that you can't always listen to to people's tracks that they send on. You can't always accommodate requests, and that sounds very self-absorbed. It's not. It's not really the, the case. It's just it can be quite overwhelming doing it. And again, you're, you're saying you're not doing much, but you're you're recording 
you're getting guests on, you're then editing it afterwards, then you've got to promote it as well. That's a 10 to 12 hour job in itself. And when you yeah. fit that around everyday life and work, many of us just now working a couple of jobs just to, to keep the wolf from the door type of thing. So yeah. it's, it's a commitment, isn't it? In terms of, you might sometimes feel that you're not doing much. And I certainly feel that just now, like in terms of that was the, the last article mm. coming out this week. And even though it was just a, a small wee tip of the cap, really, um, to the podcast, I felt a wee bit guilty in the fact that it's three or four weeks since my last episode was was published, despite the fact that quite often I'll be in a one-track mind, right, okay, every Monday there's going to be a podcast, and sometimes there was two a week uh, yeah. at the peak of my kind of creative side, but at other times it does wane a wee bit, and you have to, to maybe take a step back and, and just put it on the back burner for, for a short spell, and I've seen you've done that on uh, occasions over the last year. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, this has been going two years now, I think. Um, and I've done 120 episodes because at some points I've done, I get, I get into these bits. I don't know if it's just, if it's the same with you, but where I'll just be like, right, I'm going to record five of them this week. And I'll be totally motivated to do it. And then other weeks I'll be like, I just, I don't have any, not energy, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I just, you know, you just, it's, I suppose it's just a mental health thing where you just think you, you know, you're shit, I suppose, <laughs> in a way. And you think that, you know, what's like, because as well, that's another thing, engagement, trying to get people to actually talk to you or say, I enjoyed your podcast, because I know people are listening. And, but it's trying to get them to say it, because sometimes you need that. You need just someone to say, even I heard it. They don't even have to say if it was good or not. They could just say, I listened to your podcast. That would make my day. Uh, so if anybody's listening, yeah, please say something nice, actually. Um, but yeah, I can't remember. See, this is terrible. I've got a terrible mind. It just goes off into about 100 different things. I can't even remember what the point was in the start. But yeah, I have had to have. That's what it was. Yes, I had to have um, times where I'd take a step back because I'd get too overwhelmed with because I've, I've got like a job as well, full-time job. I've got two kids and a wife. Um, I've the well, most amazing wife in the world. Um, and, you know, they obviously they have to work around me as well when I'm doing this kind of thing. I have to sort of find the time when I'm appropriate or able to do it. So it's hard sometimes. Some weeks I can't do any. But yes, yes. But the short answer is sometimes your mental health gets fucked when you're doing this kind of thing and it's okay to just take a step back because there's no like you're not on any deadline and nobody's gonna be annoyed at you for not doing it for a wee bit they might ask but I usually put something up on Twitter just saying I can't do it right now I need to and most people are very most people everybody has been very very nice and they don't I don't think I've ever had any negative anyway sorry I'm babbling how do you cope with the, the social side of it in, in terms of the, the social media point? I, I bring this up quite a lot. Uh, talking to people, I, I find I only have a the podcast Twitter. That's the extent of, <laughs> of where of my social engagement, uh, certainly online. The, the reason for that is more just 
feel it as, as, as much more of a community and much more of a, a togetherness in that. Whereas if I was following sport accounts and especially for living in the, the west of Scotland, it's, it's very much a, a goldfish bowl where there's so many different strands to to sport and football in particular. And I'm, I'm a football fan, certainly, but I mm. try to kind of veer off from the the bitterness and the, the kind of high-octane nature of, of social media. I, I can find it to be quite a, a cesspit at times, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. How, how do you cope with... There's quite often you can you can log on and people are talking about sport or they're talking about politics or talking about whatever other shitty thing is going on in the world. And my God, there's a lot just now. We're just out the back of a, a global pandemic. There's <laughs> always kind of hysteria anytime now there's an illness that it's going to be the next big thing and we better get stocked up in toilet roll and pasta because we're back in the house before you know it. It's... Um, <laughs> sometimes I log in and go fuck this like, genuinely get this so far away from me but I cannot read it and that's despite my earlier point of that I find it a quite welcoming and warm place uh, the kind of music fraternity and as you say there's, there's very few people that are, are negative I think it's everyone's kind of trying to give each other a wee push and and being supportive because there is enough room for all the talent that's in Scotland and beyond that. But at the, at the same time, I, I just I just find social media. I hate the whole kind of idea of promoting my own work. Yeah, and I find that bit of it difficult. And in terms of, get, I get quite self conscious. I think when you when you're recording something and you listen to it back too many times, you begin mm. to feel a wee bit. You, you, you can't see the wood for the trees, if that's the right expression in terms yeah. of you, you get so wrapped up in it. Oh, hold on. I've taken a, an extra pause there. I've I've done an extra A. I've, I've done too many A's. I've said that word too many times. Before you know it, you're actually hating something that you you should feel proud of. And that, yeah. it's, it's such a silly thing to say, but I, I think that can apply to anything, really, in terms of it can apply to your songwriting. It could apply to things like a, a written piece of work it is it can be all consuming at times and, and that mm. sounds a bit strange for an independently made podcast but i genuinely believe that to be the case yeah no definitely um yeah so like social media well um i do have a bit of a complex relationship myself um i do like i don't mind it because i do mute a lot of stuff and i do try and stay away from things like because i'm not i'm not into sports so i don't have any of that like i don't have really have anyone who talks about thing because i know that they, that can get quite you know the, the discourse around it can, not hateful i suppose because i don't know i don't know but i mean from what i've seen it can be sometimes a bit you know but then then there is you know i'm just i'm just con uh, contradicting myself but I, I do think there's you know there's plenty of other really nice people it does that's not the point <laughs> right um i'm kind of having a battle in my own mind here um i apologize um yeah but i mean on social media yes i do i do struggle if say the top story is something about i don't know boris johnson cutting everybody's wages or something and everybody you know people are starting to go you know um 
I don't know, like uh, not being able to heat their homes, stuff like that really impacts my day. It would ruin my day. So I try and stay my, stay away from it the best, but you can't stay away from it completely because like on Twitter, people will be speaking about it or because um, I remember when they were talking about the par- the party Boris Johnson and his mates had, I muted the word party and I was missing out on a lot of stuff about other things, but uh, I couldn't, I, I couldn't do, I couldn't cope. I could not cope at all. It was just doing my head in because I hate that feeling of you can't do anything about this. This is something you cannot fix. You cannot sort this. And then, you know, it's just frustrating, I think. And that that's the thing, frustration. Um, But I do, like, I love social media because I live in the Isle of Skye and there's not many people like me here. You know, there's not much of a music community that isn't traditional music. Um, and that kind of, that really, that really bums me out. And I mean, like, if I didn't have Twitter, not so much Facebook, makes you hate your auntie. Because you get, they, they always share weird things, aunties. Um, but <laughs> um, yes, like, um, yeah, Twitter's really good because I've kind of met my, I, I think I've met my people, you know, I've, it's only taken me about 30 odd years to meet them but i mean like everybody they're like it's weird it's an odd thing because i spent a lot of being young thinking that i was not no there was something sort of wrong like that sounds weird doesn't it but like because there wasn't really people like me that thought like me everybody kind of thought a different way it felt like um whereas like on twitter i can just sort of there's people that I've met and I go, yes, you get what I get about this. <laughs> you understand why I like uh, this music. It was like um, I had Sue Tompkins from Life of It Buildings and I was talking to her about that the other day where um, lyrics, like I never really knew lyrics could be like that, the way her lyrics are, where they're kind of just little words, little phrases all put together and it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to be a story. It just, it can be what it is and maybe just the sound of the word is a good thing and things like that like I because I'd always written songs kind of like that rather than writing a big story because I can't as you can probably tell I can't concentrate very long enough to form a proper sentence but yeah it was just like finding people like that that I think that's the good thing about it and I think the community aspect like you were saying I mean like how everybody bands together for like dictator even they band together buy their buy their um, singles go to their gigs and it's just that's the nice part i love all of that i think it's the loveliest thing i think sometimes the only thing it, it can be a bit lonely if uh, you know you i know that's just me contradicting myself again but it can be if like i was thinking about this last night because i was kind of just talking to myself on twitter last night because i was watching a film um once which is amazing by the way um i was watching it and i was just writing stuff about it and then i was like i realize i'm talking to myself but it's kind of i'm kind of kind of lonely <laughs> yeah and then i was kind of i don't know it's it's i don't know see i'm, I'm babbling a lot I, I really apologize for this it's nice it's just nice to speak to someone that's cool um <laughs> not at all you're, you're not it, it makes perfect sense in, in terms of us uh I remember attending an idlewell gig in, in tobamori and what kind of struck me was a very kind of uh 
small catchment area when it comes to Highlands and Islands gigs. Is is that something that can be a wee bit frustrating for you? You're you're speaking to all these amazing bands, but very often won't get the opportunity to to get to see them in the flesh and and to see them play live. I, I think it's a, in a very fortunate position where being from the city, just minutes from the city centre, you you've got amazing music on your your doorstep and a a nightly basis, whereas it must be a stark contrast to to your surroundings, as beautiful as they are, it's uh, slightly quieter and quite rare that the bands stray that far north. Yeah, it's it is very frustrating, but uh, yeah, it's it's really difficult because when I used to live in Glasgow when I was in college, and I really didn't enjoy it because of the it was just too busy because I come from such a isolated place. But I think I think right now um, it's too isolated. We were actually talking about that the other day. We'd really like, ideally, it would be somewhere just outside of a city, you know, like a, even an hour away from a city. Because this is we are three hours away from Inverness at the moment, so that's the closest sort of city. That's the closest place we can get like your anything like HMV, your McDonald's. <laughs> we can't get any of that. We can't even. You can't really buy clothes here like on the island there's not really unless it has isle of sky written on it um but yeah i mean it is it's really it is isolating but it's real it is really nice though i have to say it's good i like the fact that i can you know you can leave your door open that kind of thing and you have that kind of freedom to just walk up a mountain and it's just there that that is really nice it does give you that but also there is the whole not being able to get to gigs because that it does break my heart when I see gigs I just lived in Glasgow everything would be amazing for gig wise <laughs> maybe not work wise I may not have a job um but yeah yeah stuff like that I think I do it's, it's, it's just the pros and cons it's too difficult it's, I can't decide I can't decide but uh yeah I would love I'd love to go to more gigs because we did, we have we've had some recently that are just off Sky, which is an hour away. It's a place called Kyle. Uh, they the Skybridge Studios or what they're called. They just sort of started up and they've started getting people. So I've been able to meet like Broken Chanter, you know David uh, McGregor. He was one of the loveliest people I think I've ever met in my life, and uh, he was so kind. Um, and he just. He was on my doorstep and I never thought I'd get to see him. And like, I got to see Mount Doubt as well. Um, I got, uh, he was also very amazing, by the way. Um, and there was also um, Adam Ross is really, really nice. A.R. Pinewood and he does Randolph Sleep and stuff. He's a very, 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 very nice man. But um, yes, uh, what was I saying? Yes, there's gig, the, the, the stuff is coming, but you know, it's still an hour drive there, an hour drive back. Uh, just to see someone and I have to obviously book work off you know so I'm not working because sometimes I work at nights it's just it's it's frustrating but at the same time I mean I did I did quite I did quite like the whole lockdown thing because a lot of people were doing online it takes it, it going quite nicely to be honest because I, I was I was wondering in terms of again it's it's a, it's a common question that I, I do put to a number of guests through perhaps some of the bands that are breaking through just now informed them on the back of the lockdowns and 
or found a wee bit of fame, fame maybe the wrong word, but in terms of they were playing live home gigs and things like that, and it it captured an audience, and these people were people backed them. And in terms of remember, dictator releasing songs and uh, some bollocks doing there. Their live covers and, and such like. Uh, there has the quite few as well. And it was just at a time where there was nothing else, really. It was a, a wee bit of salvation. And it also was the case that perhaps people with mobility issues, people that too far out to to get the opportunity to travel to the to the big cities to get to gigs were able to get involved. There's also the financial element of it as well. It's going to see Shambolics tonight. Um fortunate to to receive a couple of tickets from a from a good friend. But at the same time, if it wasn't for that and you're talking your travel there, a couple of beers, maybe something to eat, doesn't it's an expensive thing to to do attend uh gigs. So with that being said, is it is it something you would like to see continue to be something that bans take advantage of or or continue to to do because I think they were they were very popular. There was at least half a dozen I can count up that I paid money for because I was I was missing live music dearly and at the same time I was aware as well that bands weren't making a great deal of money. Their the livelihood had been pulled from underneath their feet. So hmm. I, I think Given your undoubted passion for music and the unfortunate circumstances in terms of not just your location, but other things being in the way of practically going to as many gigs as you would like, the the opportunity to take in a, a live show from the comfort of your couch must be something that you would certainly endorse and be behind. Yeah, no, I'm definitely, I, I'm up for that. And I like, I like, I kind of like the intimacy of it as well. Because sometimes with bigger gigs and things, you can't, you're not seeing much. You're seeing, you're watching it on a TV screen, you know, in a big field with a bunch of people. Whereas like, because like Biffy Clyro, they done one. I didn't actually see it, but <laughs> it was, uh, I remember they done one where it was, you paid a ticket and you could watch it. Um, But like that kind of, you get you're getting closer to the band. I know you're not physically closer, but I don't know. I'd always felt a bit because I've only been to a few really big ones. Like I went to a Snow Patrol one with my dad once, and uh, that was like insanely massive. And I just felt like, what was the point in being there? Where I like because I wasn't like I wasn't really drinking or I didn't really have loads of friends there. It was just me and my dad just watching some music, um, but. Yeah, it's just kind of, I was like, I could have, that makes me sound like a miserable bastard, but I could have just done it at home. But I mean, I think I enjoy the intimacy of being able to, yeah, sort of get closer. Because I really like the ones where artists do them from home or strip back cover, yeah, covers, or strip back songs or something like that. I love those kind of, I'm into those, like your tiny desk on NPR and things like that. I like those kind of things where you're seeing songs done a bit differently to what you on the cd if that makes sense but yeah 
yes, I would like more kicks. That's what I mean. I just, I have a very roundabout way of talking, and I apologize for all of this rambling. I'm very bad. No, not at all. Um, you do realize that all these mentions of you, of you rambling, if you weren't rambling, then you'd be giving me short answers, which don't really kind of make for for much of a listen. So certainly, I'll be I'll be cutting all these mentions of you rambling out because I'm I'm very much enjoying the conversation. The, the difference between you and I is I've not got a musical bone in my body, and you certainly do have, and you've. You've committed to to putting some of your your songs out there as well. How daunting a process is that, and and how much have you been heartened by the the reaction to your songs? Because people are are, are really really enjoying them, and it's it's just it's just nice to see. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's amazing because I would never never I would never have like even thought of doing this like a couple of years ago before doing this podcast, you know, I would never have thought of putting myself out there, but now I'm like the opposite. I will just like, you've probably heard, I will just, I'll tell you everything. I'm not, I'm an open book, but like my music, I, I really, I don't know what I've, I, I've learned to kind of try not to mimic people. Cause I think I was trying to do that for so long and not embracing the, the thing that I had, which is different to other people. I think I've talked about this before on my podcast. You should listen to it, everybody. Um, but like, that's the thing. No one per, no two people are the same. Like you could never, like I could say play a stereophonics riff and I could get the same guitar. I could get the same effects pedal, but I would never be able to play it exactly the same way as Kelly Jones would because I'm a different person and I am the way I am. So I still, it, that's that's something that keeps me going a lot of the time is that I am I'm still we're, we all have something that is the tiniest bit no matter how tiny different to, to everybody else we are all so important you know there is something we all bring to the table it doesn't matter how small that is or how you know how stupid it might sound it's just like that's why I think about my music now I kind of I know there's elements that sound like other things but Nobody could do it the way I do it. Nobody could, I don't know. And I think, yes, being honest about stuff is kind of what I'm about now. <laughs> you know, I, like some of the songs won't even make sense, but like I'll be singing away and then I'll, then I'll think, oh, wow, all this does actually, I know exactly what this means now. You know, I love that kind of, I love music. I do. I'm sorry. I'm just getting a bit loving of music, but it's just, it does something to you. Um, and it's the, like my music in particular uh, is, you know, it's, it's just a normal, miserable indie, you know, man with an acoustic guitar, but I don't know. There's something, I think I've got something. I don't want to be like, of my own arts but I think there's something someone told me it's um my music was something sticky that traps life and I really I really like that I've kind of I'm learning to sort of accept that I'm not I'm not going to be say the next Scott Hutchison but I'm going to be the best Sean Penn. 
and again, it's it's one of these things where it's it's I think it's quite brave of you to you've kind of overcome some obstacles to to kind of get yourself comfortable with putting out your podcast, and then your confidence has clearly grown from there to to then start putting out your music as well, and it's it's all a it's all a progression and a path, I suppose, but to have the confidence to to now do that and even come on here and, and talk about your music and be upbeat about it because I, th- I think without divulging private conversations that we've had in the past, mm-hmm. it, it is sometimes we can we can be a wee bit down in ourselves and and be our own worst enemies at times, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Um I think we've both been in in situations where we've we've described kind of similar circumstances in regards to that. But yeah. to have that progression, I think you should be immensely proud of that. And, and congratulations to you for that. Oh, thanks, man. I mean, like, I wouldn't do it without so many other people helping me. Like Mike Five, who does who is well signed me to his label. I take it, it sounds weird saying that, you know, it does I don't know, it doesn't feel like a massive it's a massive thing to me, but they're not like a massive label, but it feels so kind of cool that someone's because he signed me as well without hearing any songs from me. He just knew that I could do it and he just said, Let's do something. And I was like, and he just has the trust and faith in me that I will do <laughs> something good for him. And yeah, I think his belief in me just that was a big thing. That was a really big thing. Cause I just he wrote out a tweet saying, um, Anybody making an album this year? Uh, I might want to sign you. And I was like, well, I would like to do one. <laughs> just as a sort of, I was like, I, impulse. I was like, oh, I'll, just, I'll just see it. I'll just see it. And then he said, yes, let's do it. And that was it. I was just like, whoa, someone has faith in me. And he's been really nice along the way. And like, there's obviously some things where I'm like, this is fine. This sounds fine. But then he'll mention, he'll sort of say this, you know, a different way of doing it. And then it all, it'll work. Every time he does it, every time he says something, it usually is the right thing. Yeah, but I will be having a single out soon, actually. Um, well, soon. I don't know exactly when. I'm trying to sort out all... Uh, not, not, I don't know what I mean by legal issues, but that's what my head's telling me. Um, but just like, uh, yeah, all the admin, I think, to do with it. But we are actually putting out a single very soon. And it's the it's one of the most miserable things you'll ever hear. In that case, I'm absolutely sure I'll like it, to be honest. That's, uh, that's <laughs> yeah. me sold on it straight away. <laughs> Good. Well, as we kind of move towards the, the back end of the podcast, I was thinking about this question in terms of how I would normally ask it. I think I think it would be I think it would be wrong to ask it in the same way that I, I traditionally do. So for the first time ever, and possibly the last time, depending on how it goes. <laughs> I'm going to ask a, a staple part of my podcast uh, question resume, but I'm going to ask it in a different fashion. So what I'm looking for just now is three bands or artists that you've had on your podcast mm. that the listeners may or, or may not have heard of, but you have very much enjoyed their, their company on the podcast and also kind of feel like you've played a wee bit of a part in their their musical journey. Oh wow, that's that's like the hardest question. I'm gonna. I don't know how long. It's a really hard question to ask as well. By the way, but yeah. <laughs> I feel almost out of breath. <laughs> Sorry, we just had a 
a brief uh, interlude there because we've realised that Zoom are now trying to charge people for having a conversation over 40 minutes in length. And given that we've been blethering away here for, for longer than that, we've had to have a wee break. So with other podcasts, they would maybe put an advert or something like that in here, but I don't have any sponsor. Uh, that's not a plug for a sponsor either, by the way. Uh, I don't <laughs> want to spend two minutes talking about Manscaped and things like that. Uh, <laughs> So, can you remember the question, Sean? I can't remember it, so if you can, you're yes. doing better than me. <laughs> well, I think you asked me to pick three people that have been on my podcast that were interesting chats, and maybe people hadn't heard them as well, so had heard heard about them or something as well. So, yeah, I mean, that's about right. Yeah, and well, you said something as well about me being instrumental in helping them or something, but nah, I don't think I've helped any of these people. But I, I really hope, um, I, you never know, but I, it would be nice if I did, but I don't think so. But um, where could I start? I'm actually looking at a list of the episodes right now just because I'm kind of, I was like taken by surprise. But I mean, I might start with Saw Lady. Saw Lady was very good. I don't, I can't even remember what her real name is. So that's terrible. But that was all the way back, like over a year ago. Um, she's from... New York and she plays the saw on the subway Um, I don't have a clue how I found out about her I think she was on Twitter and it was just it's one of those things I'm very bad for that like if I see someone and go right that's interesting just I'll just type I'll just say right will you come on my podcast and then yeah but she was really good and she was very very kind to me because my whole recording thing died over it was about when she got to about song number four uh, the whole thing deleted itself and I didn't know how to get it back um, but she was very kind and we started off we started all over again and you I don't even think you can tell I might have mentioned it though in the podcast eh? but uh, yeah that was episode 42 42 was Solly D and she was very very good um, she was very interesting. She has some good stories about playing the saw, which is a really kind of haunting instrument. It's quite interesting how, like, her journey. Um, yeah. And what else? What can be my second one? I don't want to. I don't. You know. Um, my Christmas special was really good. I liked that. That was Christmas special 2020, which was with the Hanna Barberas, who are, I love. They're like a really sort of jangly, upbeat poppy band and they're um they were all really nice and i got them to pick their favorite christmas song so they've done sort of four christmas songs um one each and yeah that was really like it was uh, that was when i really i think that was the episode where i really thought like this is i've got this this is something i really love this is something i can do well this is something i can I don't know just really go for because i mean we just got on so well i really liked that one um i'm not gonna say your one uh i liked it but you know i don't want to seem like that prick so um well that's completely ruined my next question <laughs> no seriously oh, no. <laughs> if, if i had come out on top of a hundred odd other episodes there would have been something very wrong there so I'm glad I've not made the top three, honestly. No, no, this isn't the top three. This is just the top three of people that you said um, 
we're interesting <laughs> and that makes you sound terrible but i really i really i can't you know I, I still can't believe people like yourself have come on my podcast to be honest um you were episode 94 by the way and you were fantastic um what was i gonna say right the last one last one um who do i go for you know what i'm gonna say um my good friend colin mcclements he was in a band uh which um I can't remember the name of right now, which is terrible that I can't remember the name. Uh, let me see, because I'm going to find out. He was part of the Shores, right? He was a part of a band called the Shores, um, and he's his episode is kind of, I interspersed our chat because I kind of turned it into a sort of biography of the Shores because he had a he had this blog that he wrote about his time in the band and like all the sort of little adventures and things um and i asked him if i could we could just sort of do it sort of like that kind of like a documentary kind of almost um so i just kind of spoke to him about them so we didn't really i didn't get him to pick four songs uh, i just got him to pick four songs of the shores and we interspersed them with him chatting about the shores and it was really like i think he's a really he's really great at telling a story um that's yeah yeah and now he's actually got his own podcast which is called just we stories and it's uh yeah it's really good he's got some crazy big guests coming up as well which i'm, I'm jealous of to be fair but uh yeah that's a good one colin mcclements i think it's called called the drummer of oz i called that one uh, it's the bonus episode it's 110 episode 110 i think something like that but yes that was a good one uh, yeah i don't think i've helped any of these people but <laughs> i have to say as well all these all these episodes they're all my babies i think like i just it blows my mind looking through all these episodes actually that all these amazing people have spoke to me I mean, I even kind of forgotten I'd spoken to James Walsh from Star Sailor, for goodness sake, like <laughs> when I'm going through all these people. But it's, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty humbled right now. If that's the word. I said, I, I completely see where you're coming from as well. What about in terms of, this is a final question here, and I'd like to thank you, first of all, uh, for your time and coming on the podcast. It's been a, a pleasure getting to know you over the last year or so and it's great that we've finally managed to find a time that suits in and get this podcast recorded today so thanks very much for that oh no thank you i don't want it to be over i want to talk loads more nonsense we can maybe do it again another day uh, <laughs> within the 40 minute uh, time limit set to us by the higher powers at zoom but yeah. the, the final question in terms of this episode, what what music are you listening to just now, and, and who's really caught your attention? Oh, well, that's just like the hardest question in the world. I'm listening to like millions of music, but I mean, like at the moment, I've been getting into some of the big hitters, and um, like, <laughs> like I finally got into Metallica, which is something I'd never like. I I'd heard them before, but something had never clicked. And then I watched that some kind of monster documentary. And then I listened to St. Anger because it made you seem like it made the documentary made it seem like St. Anger was going to be the best album ever. And it was a pile of shit. And then so I asked a Metallica fan 
which was Mike Five. Yes, Mike Five. Uh, I asked him to recommend some Metallica songs, and turns out I really like some Metallica. I actually really like some of what they do. I kind of get it. I know, I know it's not like it's meant. I know it's meant to be quite overblown and over the top, and because there's things like Guns and Roses, I didn't really get either. But now I kind of, I kind of understand it. Maybe it's just because I'm getting to that age, dad age. But um, yeah, and like Gentle Sinners with what's his name, James Graham and Aidan Moffat, they have amazing new album, which I would kill to have one of them on. So if you're listening, either of you, let me know. I, I, I kill to have you on my podcast um and like sparks as well i've been really into sparks because i watched that documentary that edgar wright documentary which is wild but like i never realized just how much these guys done but i mean in terms of more like i think it's okay for me to just keep going on <laughs> about people but no, of course t- yeah in terms of like more independent people i mean like there's people like on Mike's label that I really like, I really like like Grim 17 and one blind mouse is really, he's really interesting. Like his music is not for everyone. I have to say it's like, it's really weird is the word. It might even give you nightmares, but it's, I don't know. There's something about it that uh, I don't know. It's kind of, it grabs you and it's really interesting. Um, yeah, and like everyone, everyone I've had on my podcast, I love with all my heart, like Dictator and Annie Booth and like Sylvie and Adam Ross, Michael M, Michael M, I love Michael M, um, Joe Lorian, just all these amazing people. There's so many amazing musicians out there. And I just think, I think that's kind of another positive to what we do we're kind of sifting through some of the not so great stuff and we're giving people, we're, like it's kind of helps get a focus on where to start listening. I think, you know, that sounds, that sounds a bit again up my own arse, but I think we kind of work as a sieve <laughs> for that kind of stuff. No, that's a, that's a great list. And there's many there that I'm, I'm completely with you on. Uh, great people and, and also fantastic musically as well. Sean, thanks again for your time, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. No problem. Thank you so much for asking me. This has been a dream come true, and I'm sorry I just kept going on and on and changing to different tangents like I'm kind of doing now. Well, that's all part of the fun. Thank you again. And <laughs> for those that are, are listening today and haven't heard Sean's podcast, Get that. Uh, four Songs in a Dream available on all podcast platforms. Very much recommended. Uh, a great listen. And as Sean's mentioned throughout the podcast, so many incredible guests, some of which have, have also been on here. But yeah, add it to your, your favourites. Uh, subscribe and, and give him all your support because he certainly deserves it. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> you can listen to the Scottish Indie Podcast. I'll be back. I'll always say next week. It'll maybe be a fortnight. We'll see what happens, but I'll certainly be back at some point. Until then, take care and goodbye. I've been thinking about the old days. Remember the dialogue talk. The chat to some old flames. Mama waiting.
Es un buen momento 